Hey, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of She Wakes Up. It is the middle of August already. I cannot believe it. And I know for some of you, depending on where you're tuning in, the kiddos have already gone back to school. But here in Michigan, we have a couple weeks left and we are trying to like cram in the last minute summer vacations. My daughter turned 16 on Friday, so that's a big deal. And we are just back to back going nuts with like everything that we have to do. And with that, I have my five-day workshop that is kicking off September 12th, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But today, I want to share with you my, well, one of my favorite F words, which is forgiveness. And in this episode, I'm going to walk you through five crucial steps to help you forgive. And this could be forgiving somebody in your life, um, either in the present or in the past, forgiving yourself or forgiving a situation. Because when we hang on to those grudges or the animosity, the guilt, the shame, the feelings around whatever happened to hurt us or to make us feel less than, um, we have a really hard time propelling ourselves forward and it can really hold us back. So it's important to do the forgiveness work. And I'm gonna make it super tactical for you today on how we can start to let go and let go for good, because that's really important. All right, but of course I have to share the exciting news that the five-day self-sabotage workshop is now live for you to officially snag your spot. And we had the waitlist, so those people that signed up for the waitlist get priority. There are limited spots available, so if you are on the fence about joining this, make sure to run on over to the link. It's in the show notes for you. It's only $77. You get five days of live content, discussions, Q&As with me, tools, worksheets. We're going to dig deep into your trauma and healing your limiting beliefs. You're going to discover your self-sabotage style, all the things in there, and you have lifetime access. So if you can't make a live or you just want to revisit the content, you're free to do that as well. And maybe you're thinking, well, I don't know if I really self-sabotage or not. Uh, 20% of us actually self-sabotage on a regular basis. And the thing about self-sabotage is it's subconscious usually. So a lot of times you're self-sabotaging and you don't even realize it. So things like procrastination, seeking approval, setting very minimal goals for yourself, having unhealthy behaviors like comfort eating or substance use, isolation or social withdrawal. A lot of these things happen because of a trauma experience or some attachment, abandonment, things that have happened to you in the past. That's where a lot of it stems from. So if you even have any of those experiences or the behaviors that I just outlined, plus there's more that we will go into in the workshop. But if any of that resonates with you, there could be a chance that you are self-sabotaging and not even realizing. And we're gonna dig deep. Like I said, you're going to have daily takeaways. We're going to have content. We're gonna have support and accountability. And this is really for you if you just wanna find yourself worth again, if you wanna feel deserving, if you wanna heal some of that trauma and those limiting beliefs, to help build up your self-esteem and your confidence get out of your comfort zone, let go of attachment and the need to seek approval from others, end avoidance and excuses, and most importantly, stop the cycle of the attitudes and behaviors that are holding you back from your accomplishments, your successes, your overall well-being, and just life in general. So this is a very tactical workshop, but it's going to be interactive. You're not alone in this. We are all in it together, supporting and holding each other accountable. Plus, you have access to the content for you to revisit at any time. You can always reach out to me afterwards. I'm always available to help. And 
Here's a little bonus for you. The first three people to snag their spot will also receive a customized action plan. So we're gonna have a conversation, just you and I one-on-one to develop what that action plan looks like based on what areas you may be self-sabotaging in your life. You will also get unlimited one-on-one accountability with me personally through Voxer throughout the entire workshop. So you will have Voxer chat access to the group, but the first three people will also have that unlimited Voxer access with myself. And you will also have a chance to win a free 30-minute unstuck session with me, which is valued at $77.77. Yay, so it's officially open. Go run, snag your spot grab a friend to bring along with you. This is going to be a super powerful workshop because the women that are in here all want that support and accountability around the same thing. So you're gonna know going into this that you're not alone and you're going to all build one another up. Hopefully you make connections within this cohort that you can carry with you afterwards so you can stay connected. This is something that is going to be very tactical for you to be able to dig a little deeper, break through some of these behaviors that you might, like I said, not even be aware of. You're gonna have transformation regardless, I can promise you that, and I'm going to be sending a personalized thank you to every single person that signs up. So quick pause this episode or let the intro roll while you run over and snag your spot and I will meet you back here so we can dive into the five tactical ways to help you start the forgiveness process. Welcome to She Wakes Up, a podcast where you are granted permission to rise above your past, crush your fear and self-doubt, and go after the future of your dreams. I know life has taken over and has driven you to a place where you feel lost and scared and you have no idea how you got here. You just feel stuck in your job, relationships, motherhood, all of it. I see you and you're in the right place. I'm your host, Stacey Feeling, and I'm so pumped to have you here. I've been where you are. I was lost in abuse, finances, anxiety, poor health, you name it. I was up and down for years trying to fix myself on the surface. What I found was the real damage in need of fixing came from the inside. And so it was. If this is you, come hang with me. Grab a drinky drink and maybe a pint of some ice cream because we are skipping the small talk and getting right to the juice. Because girl, it's time to wake up. Let's just dive into forgiveness. Like I said, it's my other favorite F word, um, but it's a crucial component to being able to overcome, get through some of the trauma and move you forward so that it's not always hanging out there in the background, just like waiting for a moment to strike. By forgiving, you really are working through some of that difficulty to be able to let it go little by little. So in today's episode, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet with you, and I have five tactical tips to help you go step-by-step through the process of forgiveness. Here's the thing, forgiveness is often misunderstood because a lot of times when we say forgiveness or we think about it, what comes to mind is that the person or the situation or even ourselves is exempt from anything that has happened. So, you know, you can just let go of the hurt or the trauma or whatever is in that situation and then all is well. That's not how forgiveness works. It's not an end-all be-all and it doesn't justify what happened. It's literally just setting you free from that experience. So yes, 
it sucks. Yes, it's hard. You don't always want to have to be the good person all the time and do the right things. But forgiveness really isn't about the other person and it's not even about you when that situation happened. Because let's be real, I'm not the same person that I was five years ago, right? So if I did something that I was disappointed in myself or that I hurt somebody or I did something that I really shouldn't have, I'm no longer that person. So forgiving the person that I was in that time when that happened is totally different because I know that I'm not gonna repeat that behavior or the situation and I can move on from that. But I can't continue to beat myself up about it because that's doing me no good. I can't go back and change what happened. All I can do is move forward. But that doesn't mean that it's okay that I did what I did five years ago. All it's doing is releasing me away from that so that it doesn't have a hold on me anymore. It's the same thing with somebody else. Um, It's the same thing with just a toxic situation or an experience that you are still attached to for some reason. And you really just wanna forgive and let go, but you're having a hard time because of pride, because you feel like if you forgive, then you're justifying that. Um, If you forgive, maybe that's the only little thing that you're hanging on to because it's attached to some sort of memory. Even though it's painful, it might be the only memory that you have that's left Um, that's holding on to you. So it can be one of those things that you might want to do logically, but when it comes down to actually doing the work can really be difficult because sometimes you just don't want to let go. And sometimes it's easier to not let go and, and just hang on to that. So first of all, like I said, forgiveness is not justification. It is not saying, hey, whatever happened is okay. It doesn't release the consequences that should have happened or could be done onto that person or situation. Um, It doesn't make you a weak person, and it doesn't mean that you're forgetting what happened. It's literally just freeing you from that pain and that hold that that situation or person has over you. It releases you, and it doesn't require you to open up to that situation or person ever again. Here's another really important thing about forgiveness is that it doesn't wait for an apology. You don't need an apology from that person to forgive them. You may never get an apology from that person. It might be difficult for you to apologize yourself or to yourself. That's okay. What you are doing is letting go of what happened so that you can move on from that, not carry it with you. Just don't wait for an apology that may never happen because all you're doing is hurting yourself in that by holding on to it for so long, waiting potentially forever for that apology that isn't there. So the first thing that's important to do with the process of forgiveness is to acknowledge. You have to recognize and kind of go back to that situation. You can't deny it. You can't make excuses for what happened. You really just have to own the situation. You have to own what happened and just know that it's there. You have to call all of your skeletons out of the closet and say, okay, guys, it's time to show up. I really need to make an acknowledgement to each and every one of you so that we can work through this so that I don't have to hide you anymore, okay? The second thing is to feel the emotions that are attached to that person or the situation in which you're trying to forgive. How do you feel? So you brought all your skeletons out, right? They're facing you, they're in a line. You can think of it as like the bachelor and you have that final rose and you're just going down the line one by one. 
and you're looking at each one of your skeletons and you're saying, okay, this situation or this person made me feel this way. And you don't have to do them all at once. You can do them one by one um, as the time allows. You don't have to feel like you have to apologize for everything or everyone all at once. You can literally do it whatever feels most comfortable and natural to you. But for the sake of time in this podcast, we'll just say that we have them lined up, right? And we acknowledge this one particular skeleton and we remember that situation, even though it might be uncomfortable. We put ourselves there just so we can feel. How does it make you feel? Because that's what you need to let go of. That's what's keeping you attached is that emotional piece. So as you walk down the line of the people and the things that have hurt you, you can say, this happened and it makes me feel this way and allow yourself to really connect with that because by connecting with it, you're really going to be able to release it in a more powerful way because you're feeling it in the moment. And then the third part is to let go of that. So you have that emotion that is attached to that person or situation. Now it's time to let go. There's a couple of ways that you can do it. And I'm a very Um, visual person. So I like to do things that are tactical to me and tangible that I can do because it helps me really move forward with whatever process. For example, I like to do releases on full moons. And that means like releasing any of the pent up energy, any of the negative emotions, any of the things that I've been hanging on to that have been heavy. um, And I write them down and I burn them. And as I burn them one by one, I say what it is that I'm releasing and I let it go. And because I'm doing that work while I'm saying it out loud, I'm thinking it, I'm feeling it, I'm in that moment of that emotion, I really do feel a lot lighter afterwards because I have all those pieces together that really make it um, realistic, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Like, yes, that just, that just happened. I literally wrote down what I'm releasing. I burned it. It's gone. It's turned to ash and I can move on to the next. So that's one way that you can do this with your forgiveness. You can write a letter to that person or situation. You can write down multiple things, emotions or, um, situations that you want to let go of, and then you burn them. And by doing this, you are physically, mentally, emotionally releasing all of the things that were attached to you because of that person or that situation. And then that's allowing you to release any of the shame and the guilt that's around that because you're forgiving it. Because sometimes we feel like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have forgiven that person or that situation because it was really a terrible thing and they don't deserve that. And you kind of work backwards because you're just sitting there telling yourself, well, Maybe I shouldn't have done that because they don't deserve it. We can't do that to ourselves. We really just have to release that person in that situation. We have to then let go of that shame and guilt that's tied around the forgiveness of that person or situation. Um, If you are trying to forget something that you've done or a situation that you're in, for example, maybe you are in a financial trap right now and you've racked up all your credit cards or you have a bunch of medical debt or whatever it is, you feel tied to that situation, you feel guilty because of however you went about to get yourself in this predicament um, and you really just want to forgive so that you can move on and, and get better, but you don't know how. One thing that you can do to release that and to let go of the emotion and the attachment around that situation is to 
write yourself a blank check or write the company who you owe money to a check. It can be a printed check, you know, just a fake check. It can be a real check and you just write void on it afterwards or burn it, whatever you want to do. But just write out the amount that you owe and then at the bottom where you would put like the memo or the note, paid in full, thank you. And just release it and let it go. Knowing that you forgive for putting yourself in this predicament or for somebody else putting you in this predicament and being able to just let go of that. And, you know, maybe you're not in control of the situation. Maybe you're doing your best to work through it. Either way, it's still weighing heavy on you. And this is just one example of something that could be heavy. But try to get creative of some of the things that you can do to release that situation. It might not be a person. It could be something like that that is burdening you that you really want to put some forgiveness, some thought, and some release into. Okay, number four is set boundaries. This is really important because once you work through those first three steps, it's important that you don't go backwards. And so in order to do that, you want to set those boundaries and you want to put them in clear defining lines in the sand. So Anybody that comes into your space that potentially could do what has happened before, maybe you get an offer in the mail for a new loan with a great interest rate and you're very tempted, but you know that you can't do that right now because you cannot, as amazing as it sounds to take out that $25,000 personal loan, you can't afford to pay it back. So you cannot cross that line. You have to set those boundaries for yourself and you have to set boundaries for those people. Maybe the people or the situation that has happened has the potential for repeating itself. Maybe this person is still in your life and still exhibiting some of those toxic behaviors that caused you the pain in the beginning. Maybe the situation hasn't yet resolved and you're still kind of in the muddy middle of it. You have to set the boundaries to make sure that this does not repeat itself. You have to protect yourself against the future pain, knowing what it felt like the first time. So if that means that you have to have a conversation with somebody, you have to literally just cut them out of your life without explanation. And I know that sucks, but sometimes that's the hard boundary that you need to set for yourself because it's going to protect you against any further pain. And it's important. You can't feel selfish or guilty when you know that you can't endure any more pain from that person or that situation. It's okay. You're setting those healthy boundaries. You have to disassociate and let go of any approval that you're trying to seek from the person. You have to let go of that attachment if it's toxic and you are just hanging on to it because you're either clingy or dependent because you feel like there's no other way or place to turn, but you know that it's no good. You know that there's more pain to come or there's currently pain from that. You have to let go and moving forward after you work through, after you've acknowledged, this could be something, by the way, that is happening in the now that you want to give forgiveness to. It doesn't necessarily have to be the past, but that's typically where we want to find that forgiveness piece because we look back and we say, oh my gosh, you know, I really, this is still, it still has a hold on me, but this could be something you're working through now. So when you acknowledge it, you feel it, you let it go, you do that release Now you need to set the boundaries to make sure that that person or that situation doesn't overstep again, because here you are trying to break free, trying to wipe the slate clean. How dare they come back in and try to overstep those boundaries to create this mess all over again? 
right? And then the fifth thing and last thing is to commit. I told you we we're going to keep it. We're just going to rock this episode and keep it to the point. <laughs> so the fifth and final thing is to commit because now you've set those boundaries. Now you've got to stick to your guns. You have to continue to work on yourself to continue to hold those boundaries in place and make sure that you don't go back into those same emotions or continue to keep those skeletons in your closet. You know, whichever male, female variety of skeletons you have, it's time to say goodbye to them kindly and make room in your closet. Your closet is strictly just a metaphor. I know you know that, but I'm getting this weird vibe of like, okay, if we empty out the skeletons and we just have this empty closet, what are we putting back? We don't wanna continue to collect skeletons And I don't think we want to put anything beautiful and living in our closet because it doesn't get any sunlight. And so (laughs) as I continued on this metaphorical closet, the point is, is let's say goodbye to our skeletons. Sure, we're human. We might continue to put a few in our closet here and there. But the point is, is let's declutter, right? It's just like going through. And I literally did this yesterday because we're still transitioning from our old bedroom to our new bedroom. And mom, I wanted an antique dresser, so my husband had to refinish it, of course, which takes time. So all of my clothes were still in my old closet. So I've been going through slowly but surely and moving them into our new room. And I, every time I go through my closet, I always have a garbage bag full of clothes that I donate. So if you look at it that way, let's clean out your closet and donate this bag of skeletons somewhere or just drop it off and forget about it, okay? That's my point. And once you commit, once you really pack up those skeletons, you send them on their merry little way, and now now what, right? You commit. You make it a personal or a public accountability where you can have conversations with other people. Maybe you have a friend that's going through something similar. This could be something you do together. Um, Maybe the person that you're in that situation with that you're trying to forgive and release is in a very close relationship with you to where you can work on that together. Easier said than done, I realize that, but it's an option. Either way, you wanna find that additional support so that you're not going at this alone and that when you have those moments when the situation or the person just floods back in, you can say, no, I dropped you off a long time ago. We're done here. And then you can have somebody that you can reach out to that understands that whole situation and what you're going through. One, of course, great resource is just having somebody, a professional, whether that be a therapist, a coach, a counselor, whatever it is that you need. Sometimes professional help is better than inviting somebody in that already knows you in the situation. The other part of committing is to not use it against the person and make sure that you let go of any grudges or animosity that might be lingering around. Do you authentically 125% forgive the person or the situation or is there still an ounce of that that's lingering? If there is, you need to go through all of those steps again. Forgiveness is one of those things that can take multiple practices over and over before you can finally say, yes, actually, I can let go. This time, I'm letting go for good. So if it takes you a few times to work through the steps to actually feel like 
all of that is lifted from you, that's okay. And that's actually pretty normal. So don't discredit yourself if you're like, I can't do this. This is really hard. This sucks. I'm never going to be able to forgive. Yes, you will. You just have to continue going through those steps. And that's where that support and accountability comes in. Really helpful when you're feeling those moments of defeat or you feel like you're slipping backwards. It's okay. Go through those steps again and just remember to release and set those boundaries. So it's definitely okay if you have to repeat as needed. That's what it's there for. And like I said, it's very normal to have to go through those steps multiple times. And you may have several different areas in your life that you want to practice this and you wanna forgive, you wanna let go for good. Do one at a time, do them all at once. Like I said, whatever is most comfortable, feasible, Um, And it's just when you're going through it, if it feels good, continue to go that way. Some people might just get it one and done. Other people might do one at a time. Other people might just want to focus on one and have to repeat those steps until that one is resolved before they can move on to the next one. So just do what feels right for you and continue to go through those. Again, we'll recap. Step one is acknowledge. Step two is to feel the emotional attachment to the situation or the person doing some sort of release practice. So whether that's writing things down and burning them or writing a blank check, whatever those things might be, make sure to let go. And then when you let go, step four is to set those boundaries, disassociate, let go, and protect yourself from any future pain. And finally, step five is to commit and make sure that you have that support and accountability behind you and to recognize that it is completely normal if you have to go through the motions multiple times before you're actually able to release the person or the situation from the pain that it has caused you. This is such a great practice and it really does help to just kind of detoxify some of that stagnant energy and the yuck that we feel sometimes when we actually stop and think about it or we might be reminded when life happens and you're in a familiar place or you see somebody that's an acquaintance of the person that hurts you, whatever it is, there are triggers that are out there and that's why it might take multiple times for you to go through this before you actually feel that release. So give yourself some grace, be patient with this, and just keep practicing because it will over time make you feel a lot better and release you from whatever hold that person or their situation has on you. I promise you can't go back, you can't change it. So let's move forward. The best way to do that is to just let go. Don't give that person that justification. Give you the justification. Let go for you. Do the forgiveness, not because you're forgiving them, but because you want to break the chain and be free from that, okay? It works. I know. It's hard. I've had to go through this several times myself to release myself from the pain of a certain person in a certain situation, and it takes time, so just be patient with yourself, but know that the practice works if you work it, okay? Again, make sure to check out the show notes for all the details on the five-day self-sabotage workshop. I can't wait to see you all live. Um, It's going to be something fantastic. I've already got such good vibes about it. And even if you're on the fence about it, I have a free quiz that you can take to see what your self-sabotage style is. I feel like everybody to a certain degree self-sabotages. It becomes problematic when it becomes a habit. And the habit is usually something that we're doing subconsciously. So it can be really difficult to recognize, but then it makes it even more difficult to try to change and to stop those behaviors because first, it's just like the forgiveness. You have to acknowledge that it's there. Um, So go ahead and check that out. And of course, if you have any questions or you just want to shoot me a message to have a conversation around 
anything that I put on on the podcast or the workshop or anything like that, please feel free. My email is Stacy S-T-A-C-Y, at SheWakesUp.com. You can always find me on Instagram at SheWakesUp. I really, truly am 100% committed to you. I love doing this for you. I love the connections that I've been making. Please, if you have any sort of questions, you just want to have a conversation, you just need somebody to listen to you, no, I mean it. Seriously, reach out to me at any time and I'd be happy to respond and have a conversation with you. All right, that's all I have for you. I hope to see you on September 12th in our live workshop. Otherwise, you know where to find me. I will be back here on Friday with you to share a guest episode. And this coming Friday, I have a very special, special guest. I don't want to spoil the surprise because this person is probably one of my most favorite people. And I can be a little bit biased, but I feel like I have the right to be with this one. So make sure to tune in on Friday for that guest episode and I will see you there.